all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? How? <laughs> I'm David. I'm Rachel. And this is All Bad Things. <clears throat> Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Please follow us at All Bad Things Pod on all your favorite social meds Insta, Twitter, Facebook. And you can email us at allbadthingspod at gmail.com for suggestions and or conversations, just for the hell of it. Yeah, I haven't yeah. been good at keeping up with the emails. I so apologize. That's okay. It's I tax season. Haven't mentioned that. <laughs> I don't think anybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> um, and join our Discord if yes. you like. I just always have to ask Michelle for the link because I don't know what it is. And um, our Facebook discussion group <clears throat> if yes. you're a Facebooker. If you're a Facebooker. Mm -hmm. Not a face hugger like the, the creatures and aliens. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't want you. No, please. No aliens. Well, if you're, if you're, a, if you're not kind a and hugger. gentle alien, that's fine. Or a xenomorph. A, we don't want them either. Which one's a xenomorph? The xenomorph is the alien alien. Is that the big scary, yeah, with oh. the oh the the mm. yes with the with the skull with the mouth yeah. within the oh, mouth oh that comes out yes and that Ripley was all like stoic about yeah that was in the third one that one yeah. was uh, that one was yeah I only ever saw the first one oh, you haven't seen Aliens no you keep telling me it's better like it's a great film I think it is I mean they're both great films mm -hmm. but it's one of the rare. Uh, sequels that one up to the original. Gotcha. I, th I think, anyway. Like, in your opinion, Godfather 2. Over the uh, yeah, I think you, so. You yeah. thought it slightly extra so. for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, then. Anyway. <laughs> this has been all movie discussions. Yes. What you drinking? I am having the finest national <laughs> local beer on the market. <laughs> Such a shock. <laughs> I'm having another. I think I had this on the last episode, um, drinking the last of the Trophy Husband by Trophy Brewing. <laughs> <laughs> so we have an interesting topic for today that was submitted to us by our I'm, listener, I'm not, but I okay. was just going to, <laughs> I was trying to give you the floor, I gotcha. Go ahead. Go but ahead. then you just took the floor I'm sorry. right Go away. Ahead. Go ahead. Try again. It's like, but before we get into that discussion, <laughs> okay. why don't we talk about tax season? Because I'm sure everybody would love to know more. So, <laughs> when did we record last? Oh, we recorded on the day they passed the American Rescue Plan. Yep, we did. I believe. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, that was fun because at least two things on the legislation that they passed here in the U.S. Um, affects 2020 tax returns, which millions of people have already filed, and which I have filed approximately 100 of already. <laughs> so, fun thing, we get to figure out what the fuck is going on with those returns. Not all of them, it doesn't affect everybody, but... Um, specifically, unemployment and the premium tax credit repayment, you, you don't care. But anyway... <clears throat> um, then tonight, I learned that after three months of swearing up and down it would not happen, apparently the IRS is going to make the announcement that they are 
extending tax season uh, till May 15th, a whole month, which means that tax season will last almost five months this year. It lasted almost seven months last year, which means almost one year out of the previous two years have consisted of tax seasons. So we also get to wait to hear what the states are doing on top of that. So much fun. Fun, fun, fun. They couldn't have announced this January. So it is not that I necessarily think that the idea of extending the filing season was a poor choice. The manner in which literally everything that has been done ever this year is maddening. (laughs) And... (laughs) Churlish. <laughs> Insubordinate. And, and churlish. <laughs> so tax season Raquel is struggling at the moment. Figuring out what that means because I planned for an April 15th deadline. And uh, um, see, the thing about people who do taxes is that we're known for being a little exacting and rigid (laughs) (laughs) by necessity so um so this is a tough one to pivot on and we've had been having to pivot in our profession for a year now i understand everybody's had to pivot um those who are lucky enough to keep their work have had to pivot in the past year um it's just that this timing was really rough after I feel like I've really busted my ass over the past three months that now the whole narrative has shifted and it's I would have played things out a lot differently and not made myself sick and things like that if it if I had known if you'd known there was going to be an extension yeah if I had known that that the timeline I was working with was going to be different so that's just my little tax season complaint corner I will try our new feature. Fun. <laughs> a little tax complaint corner. Tax season complaint corner. Starring tax season Raquel. <laughs> you know what this does mean is that our 200th episode will be coming out while oh, tax season is tax- still Yeah, but it'll on. be the, the extended tax season. See, that's that's cute that you think it's going to be, oh, it'll get better. See, the thing about having an extended deadline, you know what that does psychologically uh, to my Jesus. clients? I just, I didn't mean to say that. I am sorry. You know what that does to my clients? They think, oh, we've got time. Mm-hmm. I'll get that to you. Peter. It is cute that I think that, though. It is cute. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway. um, So, well, I guess now I have a little bit of room in my schedule to work on the 200th episode. That's what I'm trying to say. Is that it's not a... Like, all the craziness is kind of out of the way. For the most part. No, no, that's that's incorrect. Well, then I will stop commenting on tax season. (laughs) (laughs) At any rate, that's, it's just, um, this is, this is just rough. This is just rough. That's all. Um, but, uh, we, we heard from one person. So, you know, we talked about, um, uh, hey, do you guys want to hear a live show? What's your idea on, um, (laughs) Oh, okay. Subjects we, we heard, heard from, from somebody. We heard from Quinn Quincy, and that's it. Okay. <laughs> but they said that um, I would take off work in the middle of the day if that's what it took to see you guys live or do a live stream. Very nice. That was really sweet. Yes. 
Very sweet. You know what we will have to figure out if we do a live stream is what time because we yes. have it we can't have UK be a, listeners, we have Aussie listeners. Yeah, it, it can't be midnight Eastern time because I because I have been thinking about that. It mm. would have to be like seven or eight o'clock. I but then think. see the tricky thing is that it those is. in the UK would be middle of the night. It would be. So that's we'll figure something out. That's something that would be helpful to hear. <laughs> Just any feedback yeah. <laughs> at the moment. More than one comment. But yeah. Um, what time might i mean obviously it'd probably be a weekend <clears throat> but you know like what time of day might work and then i mean we're we're kind of asking a lot of things about something we made on so no i, well, I feel, we, feel we can figure it out we'll, we'll deliver on this it. is episode 194 so we're like mm-hmm. six weeks away yes, from we having are. to figure it out actually less than that because we have to record it before it comes out we're not going to be releasing it live so See, I was thinking. Feed. I was thinking we should, but anyway. No, we we can't do that. It doesn't work to release it live in oh, okay. our our streaming feed. Gotcha. You know, like our RSS. But <sighs> okay, go ahead. So, who wants to hear <laughs> about the horrible things that can happen to the human body when they Oof. consume something that they shouldn't be? Yeah. I'm, so, first of all, I um I cut you off when you were introducing the our author so i apologize for that can we redo that that the script is well no you you didn't you cut i wasn't gonna go into him or any of that no i know can you just say his name again because i oh yeah yeah Yeah. because i interrupted you uh so this was submitted by declan yes one of our fine irish listeners oh and it's saint patrick's day we were recording this on saint patrick's day did they celebrate that over there (laughs) I, i honestly don't know I believe it's an Irish holiday, sir. It, but it could be an American Irish holiday. That's that's what I'm asking. I think it's actually an okay. Irish. I, I honestly wow, don't know. Wow, neither of us are Irish, are we? No. Mm. And I have worked as a uh, server yes, on you have. two consecutive St. Patrick's Days, and it was probably two of the longest days of my life. But well-earning, right? It was, but then in retrospect, mm. it's just like, well, yeah, whatever. It was, whatever. At the at the time, it worked <clears throat> for you to do. Sure. But would you do it again? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the, uh, what is it, the Murtaugh, I'm too old for this shit? <laughs> oh, very much so. Yeah. So this episode is about the Radium Girls. Mm-hmm. Or... I should be studying for an algebra test, but this is way more important. <laughs> nice. Because this is Declan's, Declan's script with some additional information by you, is that correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, when he sent us the script, he said it was a little bit thin um, for a, a full episode. Because he was in the middle of studying for, for school. Yes. So, yeah. so this is one of the, the only times, the few times, we've actually done the listener research like I've looked through it ahead of time and had to add some things to it right. just to yeah. just to flesh it out a well, little more. Well, and that is a okay. Mm-hmm. Several yeah. or many scripts that we get are not fully. A lot of people will say, "Oh yeah, you know, it's it's just kind of the outlines." Or some people will just send fine. like a list of facts and links, and mm-hmm. that's helpful too. Yeah, like it's okay. It doesn't have to be a fully realized. I I know some people. Um, are wanting to do that and that's great that's absolutely a-okay like obviously lee is gonna <laughs> he's he's shown up like fully fledged novel chapters you know in terms of uh writing skill and everything but that's not always you know it's not if whatever you you've got do i i i've seen comments uh, especially like on the discord people um a little bit almost nervous about submitting a script to us? Hell, just give us whatever. We yeah. are not picky. And we are more than happy to um, flesh it out if it if it needs 
you know, just a little more facts or whatever, we can do filler. That's for sure. Yes, we can. Necessary. We've already done uh, 12 minutes of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anyway. Yes. So thank you, Declan. Long and short, thank you. So here is the story of the Radium Girls. Mm -hmm. So during the 1920s in the United States, a number of young women were left dead or severely deformed after ingesting radioactive material in the course of their work. It would be assumed a fuss might be made about the tragedy in its time, but like many of its contemporaries, the events were swept under the carpet, quietly being remedied with very little compensation given to the victims. See, that's... I've never heard that before. Yeah, right? (laughs) I don't know why, because I have heard of this before. I have heard of the Radium Girls. They covered it on My Favorite Murder a while back. I don't know why I had it in my head that it was World War II, but you said it's the 20s, huh? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we will get into that a little bit. Oh, okay. Okay. So, it was only years later that the story began to to gain traction. What kind of strange profession could lead to the routine digestion of the very substance that killed Mary Curie? Hmm. It turns out that it was not some exotic and dangerous task requiring training for dealing with hazardous hazardous material. No. These girls had found employment in a field that seems very tame compared to the possibilities Mm -hmm. the mind can dream of. They were painting clock faces. Yeah. As is usually the case with things like this, their poisoning was not an accident, but rather a systemic failure. Mm. Theirs is a tale of misinformation and a lax attitude to safety standards, whatever safety standards were around at that time anyway, (coughs) and in the name of supplying the demand for new new technology. This is the story of the Radium Girls. Now, this is U.S.-based, is that correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So 1920s, and stop me if I'm going to start going into a direction that you are, is like post-World War II. Post-World War One. So, oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Post-World War One. I. I misspoke there. Um, Pre-Depression, though, mm-hmm. most of the 20s. The roaring 20s. Yep. And uh, just post-suffrage, women's suffrage. Yes, we, we are going to get into all oh, okay. those things. Okay, okay, great. Just, we're going to hit on all those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Where but, we are uh, in history, yeah. And uh, it was also the beginning of... Um, Prohibition. Mm, when did Prohibition actually start? I believe leaving? it was 1920 or 21. And it lasted almost a decade? Is that correct? lasted 12 years. It lasted until 1933, I believe. Did the Depression end Prohibition, basically? What ended Prohibition? Uh, I mean, like, the, what well, the depression, the depression kind of did, yes. Because okay. the government literally just simply needed the tax money. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we're going to sell alcohol again. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that all gets practical. to make up for the revenue that they were missing out on alcohol sales, legal alcohol sales, mm-hmm. um, that's where the um, uh, the income tax came from. Yeah. Hmm. And then they brought back alcohol sales and then they said, well, we'll, we'll, we'll just, just, we'll just the keep income the income tax and hope nobody notices. Yeah. And people notice, but generations later, like, we didn't know any well, different. Well, it was a very different income tax back yes. then. Mm-hmm. It was much... Uh, uh, <clears throat> Most people didn't pay income tax. It was on a very high earnings initially. So, yeah. So, innovation is an exciting thing. And America during the late 1910s or teens was full of it. World War I provided more work to many who would not otherwise have been able to avail of these things. One of these groups especially being women. Hmm. This caused their wages, along with most people in the working class at this time, to increase significantly. As well as this, the rich were taxed significantly more than they would have been before. Mm-hmm. This was due for the most part to the actions of Woodrow Wilson, the President of the United States, who led the country through World War I. 
Democrat Wilson believed, among other things, that the corporations and trusts that ran monopolies on many resources should be eliminated. Let's read that. Let's read that statement again. Why? <laughs> that monopolies should be eliminated. Oh, I know, but this is how the this is how that party thought back then. This is not. Imagine. I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah. Well, people know that it's it's such a bygone thing that we just let. It's what's so ironic is how comparatively progressive politics were. And Woodrow Wilson was not progressive. He was uh-huh. he was progressive in this area, right. but he did many other awful things. Now I am not saying we should go back to these times because no. they were horrible in so many other ways. But it's ironic that our poli- our um, economic politics were well. They've done a one eighty since then. Actually, mm-hmm. they've. Really, they've done a 360. They're right back. Like our uh, overall policy on business is like right back to where it was in like the late 1800s. Mm-hmm. Like it's just mm-hmm. like circle back around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Progress, regress. <laughs> well, in the in the just to go off on a politics tangent, but um, any president, I mean, even Donald Trump, they all have the power to break up monopolies. Mm. Those laws have been in the books since this time. Mm-hmm. It's just you the don't... enforcement. Exactly. <clears throat> you can just literally, you, you can just tell your, um, uh, the DA, not the district attorney, I'm sorry, the... Uh, attorney general? The attorney general, mm-hmm. hey, build a case against this company. Mm-hmm. And they have every right to do so. It's, yeah. That's, it's already a law. Except... Where where is their money coming from? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that is the end of politics corner. Okay, all bad politics. All bad politics. Which is all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Which lately is just everything. We should just say all politics. <laughs> so because Woodrow Wilson uh, believed in deregulation or deregulating monopoly, monopolies, uh, this allowed smaller businesses to take advantage of gaps in the market. Hmm. As well as this, foundations providing monetary aid to those uh, whose ideas they thought were worthy of a boost, such as the famed Rockefeller Foundation, were incentivizing new ideas. All of these factors led to a boom in new technologies which characterized the late 1910s or teens. You know what's really funny is like in modern times, we have, at least I do, I do this all the time. When I think, quote, technology, I think like software, mobile phones, Because that's what it is now. Right? Yeah. But no, technology back then was like mechanical shit. Mm-hmm. A car. <laughs> yes, yes, a, exactly. A, te- a telephone. Yes. Was, uh-huh. you know. Yep. So it's like taking away that idea that it has to be like computer oriented because that's the generation we grew up in. But no, technology is just applied science. It is. Yeah. yeah. So it can be applied in any number of ways. <clears throat> One such innovation was the glow-in-the-dark watch. Hmm. Mm. So and not into glow, right? Yeah, right? I had an yeah. into glow watch as a kid. I remember that. Nobody had an LED watch in nineteen twenty something. Mostly, they they still had pocket watches back then, I believe. But I do remember being like, I can see yeah, my the time in a movie theater. Yeah. I remember one of my swatches. I had swatches mm. when I was a kid. One that I had, like the wristband. Glowed. Oh, glowed. Yeah, glowed in the dark, kind of. <laughs> a like, little bit. Just, just kind of enough. Weekly. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, it wasn't made of radium, otherwise I'd be dead. <laughs> oh, jeez. So in 1916, a factory opened. The United States Radium Dial Company, not to be confused with the Radium Dial Company, which hmm. we'll talk about shortly as well. 
The factory was located in East Orange, New Jersey, and in a rare move for its time, employed 70, 70 women. Hmm. This factory looked to satiate the growing demand for the novelty of these glow-in-the-dark watches. As such, the pay was good, and it was seen as a glamorous job requiring skill and precision to paint the small dials. With such a fantastic opportunity, many, <clears throat> many others hopped on the bandwagon, and soon thousands of workers, mostly young women, were employed across the country painting these watch faces with phosphorant paint as new factories opened in Ottawa, Illinois. Not Ottawa, Canada, and then Illinois. Oh, okay. Ottawa, Ottawa Illinois. Illinois. Apparently, I didn't realize there was one. Yeah, same. And Waterbury, Connecticut, which I have heard of. Mm -hmm. uh, those companies opened in 1920. Um, or in the early 1920s, I'm sorry. The Radium Dial Company was established in Ottawa, Illinois in 1922 in the town's former high school. Like the United States Radium Corporation, again, two different companies, <laughs> the purpose of the studio in Ottawa was to paint dials for clocks, and their largest client being West Clocks Corporation out of Peru, Illinois. So they were, they're a contractor. Pretty much. Like they, they're yeah. making the yeah. I mean, dials these, for the... These types of companies still exist yep. today. Like, we yep, need yep. you to make this specific material for this specific this thing. This part, yep. So dials painted in Ottawa appeared on West Clock's popular Big Ben, Little Ben, <laughs> Little ben. and Little Ben travel clocks. <laughs> and like United States Radium, imagine that a travel clock. Like that's that's, that's called a watch right. or a phone. Oh my goodness, you're right. <laughs> Are these pocket watch days too? Like they're not even I think wrist the I think the wrist point? the wrist watch has come around by now. I think it's probably 50-50 by mm -hmm. this point. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think people had yeah, you know, one or the other. Mm. You know, like a uh, an an iPhone or a, a Samsung. <laughs> Two very different they are especially when the screen turns pink it like does yours. yes i will get a new phone soon i'm, I'm getting i'm getting sick hey, of it hey we got our 1400 dollars check so you can afford to go get a a phone that doesn't turn pink that's yeah that's true but anyway we, we we like having a big savings too but anyway <laughs> <laughs> so uh where was i you should okay. you should Put the pink line. I should. I should put. I should just put radium on the phone. <laughs> so it looks like you have. So, like the United States Radium Corporation, Radium Dial hired young women to paint the dials uh, using a lip dip and paint approach. Ooh. Just lip as the women dip and paint. Just as the women in in New Jersey did, and by another unaffiliated plant in Waterbury, Connecticut, that supplied the Waterbury Clock Company. So, okay. So, okay. So, you basically okay. got, I mean, there are more companies than these three. These, are, these the, are the three biggest companies. Out of Illinois and Jersey. Yes. Mostly, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, following the termination of President Joseph Kelly from the concern, Kelly established a competing firm in the town named, <clears throat> excuse me, Luminous. Oh, so, so oh wait, so he, he broke off and just started a similar company? Started, started a company That's named like Luminous Mi Process Company. It's like the Michael Scott paper company. Right. <laughs> The company also employed young women in the same fashion and the conditions and in the same conditions as other firms. Employees at Radium Dial began showing signs of radi radium poisoning in 1926 to 1927 mm. and were un unaware of the hearings and trials that would be taking place in New Jersey around that time. We'll get oh, into that okay, later. Oh, okay, okay. So, so things were happening on different timelines yes. in these areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, especially considering news is not traveling as fast no. as it does today. No, the best thing you can do is a local newspaper or right. a national newspaper. That's and it. Telegraphs and stuff. And maybe early radio. Maybe I think that was yes. Twenties, yeah. Yes. Yep. Thirties right? mm -hmm. is when it really burned. And by using the telephone to call your mother. <laughs> Hello, mom. 
So furthermore, radium dial leadership authorized physicals and other tests designed to determine the, the toxicity of radium paint to its employees, but the company never gave those records to the employees or told them of the results. Wait, so they tested it, but they wouldn't reveal what happened? We're, we're going to get into this. Okay, okay. Yes. This, this is, is like the summary. Yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So in a half-hearted attempt to end the use of the camel hair brushes, management introduced glass pens with a fine point. However, the workers found that the pens slowed their productivity. Mm. They were paid by the piece. Ooh, oh, 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 that's And they good. reverted back to using brushes. Mm. When word of the New Jersey women in their suits appeared in the local newspapers, the women were told that the radium was safe and that employees in New Jersey were showing signs of viral infections. Oh, oh, that's cute. Assured by their employers that the radium was safe, they returned to work as usual. So, okay, yeah, we're kind of doing an over- bird's eye view and mm-hmm. then zoom in. Yep. Mm-hmm. So an estimated 4,000 workers were hired by corporations in the U.S. and Canada to paint watch faces with radium. 4,000 people were, were doing hired this. to work with a radioactive substance with, I'm guessing, no protection. And not only no protection, but basically consumption some people did and we're going to get into that a little later okay um so at united states radium corporation each of the painters mixed her own paint in a small crucible and then used camel hair brushes to apply the glowing paint details the then current rate of pay for painting 250 dials a day was about a penny and a half per dial equivalent to uh, 0.25 cents in 2019 so okay so how much is that Mm. it's uh i mean they've made let's see they made about $2.50 $2.50 a day, which in 1920 was probably a pretty good wage. Oh, okay. Uh, in yeah. that, those days, mm-hmm. those that era, mm-hmm. those dollars. Those dollars. In those <laughs> dollars. It is unknown how many died from exposure to radiation. I imagine they were not super keen to keep uh, brilliant records on how many workers died from them being horribly negligent. So radium, not the workers, the right, employers. The management. Yeah. Radium was discovered in 1898 by renowned Polish chemist Mary Curie. The element... No, I didn't know that. You I didn't know that before. either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The element... I've definitely heard the name. Um, I vaguely remember hearing something I, to do with her dying of exposure to something. I, for some reason, thought she was a physicist. Maybe she was that, too. But I guess she was also a chemist. But anyway. Uh-huh. So the element, with an atomic number of 88, was isolated from a compound known as pitch blend, which also contained polonium which was also discovered by Curie. That's not what Doc Brown needed. That was plutonium. That was plutonium. She made many other contributions to the growing body of knowledge surrounding radioactivity, which earned her a Nobel Prize for chemistry in 1911. Although history has often partially attributed her success to her husband, modern scholars accept that through her early successes may have been influenced by Pierre uh, Curie, a highly educated physicist. Maybe that's why I thought that. Mm. Marie's work was her own, with her husband merely providing support and some connections. Mm. One of the first inventions to make use of Curie's discoveries was the radium plaster. This was simply an adhesive plaster with a small square of radium stuck to the inside. It was to be placed on cancerous tumors and in an early form of radiotherapy, oh my God. which was used to moderate success. So, so like they had started developing a hundred years ago, yeah, uh, like over a hundred years therapy. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's wow! I didn't know it went back that far. Like the, the I didn't, I didn't either until no. I thought, I thought, oh, wow. everything that was dealing with radiation was like post World War Two, right? Yeah, like well past, yeah, like sixties or yeah. later. Obviously, there was some before that. Otherwise, right. we would never would have invented right. the, the atomic bomb. But I was well, yeah, fair enough. But I'm thinking like anything that has to do with radiation, that kind of thing, was didn't start until the 
20s at the earliest. Well, it's And weird. this goes back even, you know, 10, 20 years before that. Well, it's funny because, like, they really developed nuclear or radiation as a weapon in World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Which I, is which is different than radium. It is, but it's in it the is. same overall family. But like but applications of mm-hmm. radioactive material. It's interesting. I always thought it just kind of started there, but no, they started it Mm-mm. actually for non-nefarious purposes mm-hmm. much earlier. That's that's interesting. I didn't know that. So due to the moderate success of the treatment, radium became widely accepted as a drug for every ailment, from oh, fatigue no. to gout. Oh no! Just like cocaine. Yeah, that, that shit. Oh, my God. Like, so, we need so to stop this, looking for cure-alls, so, people. So at this time, you could you could literally be like, at this time in, in America, you could be like, Hello, honey, I'm going to the Kenny Drug to get some radium and some cocaine. <laughs> Would you like some heroin? That's true. That was... How about some ether? <laughs> How about some more cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> that is wild. That is wild but what yeah, was legal. Just, yeah. And available in the drugstore. Well, in the history museum here, they have mm-hmm. that. They used to have it anyway. The apothecary. That, yes. Yeah. And all the stuff that you could get, yeah. that you were just like, what? Like, I can rub a cream on my breasts and they'll grow bigger? Mm-hmm. Like, they. <laughs> wow. <laughs> For me. No, I like. I actually really like that exhibit at the museum, the um, the drugstore, and then the mm-hmm. um. Oh, who was it? Who's what the gun? The gun guy. The guy that was uh, in prison. Damn it! I what can't what gun? I the, can't it started with a C. The something gun. Anyway, yeah, it has a name. Yes. that people would know. And his workshop and all that. And that was very cool. Museums are fun. It's too bad we can't have gone to one for a year. Yes, it's been a while. Yes. Yeah. So the most accurate comparison for radium during the 1920s would be to vitamins today. However, this cannot mm. capture the scope of public obsession with the element. Billed as a cure for the living dead and perpetual sunshine, <laughs> oh no! Oh it no. soon it soon became a common ingredient in many household products, from cosmetics to toothpaste. I'm sorry, radium. We're talking yes. about yes, radioactive material. I get in. I'm guessing in super small doses, but still. I mean, yeah. It was an additive to food and drinks as well. No Ev- wonder the life expectancy <laughs> was know. so short. No. Oh, it would have been awful to live back then in many being, ways. Everyone was being, like, cancerized. Mm-hmm. And we're and then, worried and, today about cell phones. And this is just after, like, our most recent pandemic. This is right after the 18, 19, yep. 1918 mm-hmm. uh, pandemic. So, yeah, just people were just dropping, like, flies oh back, God. back <laughs> And ironically, uh, people were using products with radiation that were probably giving them cancer, but they were already using radiation. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Help it. Yeah. Treat it. Yeah, it reminds me that there was this one episode of The Simpsons that I remember that was really funny, but Homer had to get, um, uh, he had to get surgery because he broke his leg, and so the doctor had to inject him with like a... Die with a die so uh-huh. that they could see exactly a- uh-huh. along the lines, and then he steps in front of the thing, and he's already got the die all in his body. It's because he works at, at the atomic at the nuclear power plant. <laughs> <laughs> that show did little things like that. That was really funny. I did <clears throat> one time when I had that weird like chest pain. Mm-hmm. Um, I did actually get a die contrast mm-hmm. MRI. That's a weird fucking feeling. 
Yeah, you I'm get sure it very is. Very warm, and then you have to pee. <laughs> you feel like you have <laughs> yeah. to pee. Apparently, that's that's what it was. But uh, wow, wowdy wow. Mm-hmm. You know, here's the thing though. Like the thing, the thing we do have to keep in mind is it is so fucking easy to look back with hindsight and laugh at like what was considered cutting edge or whatever. Just, nobody knew any better. Exactly, and people, some people did. Well, but yeah, not, under but, certain circumstances, but maybe. not very many. And the same the will public be said certainly about didn't us. Know any better. The same will be said mm-hmm. about us, and then to them, and then so forth and so on, and et cetera, et cetera. So everybody wanted them some radium. And at this time... <laughs> is, that, is that Declan's words? That was a little bit of both of us. Okay. <laughs> so at this time, it was only known that radioactivity released energy. And who doesn't want a little mm. boost from a cutting-edge new su- mm. substance? Like cocaine. Or crack. <laughs> the stuff that spread like... The stuff spread like wildfire. And adding to its allure, radium glowed in the dark. It was like magic. <laughs> and so it was used to... In the production of radium paint. Yeah. That actually seems like if you don't know exactly what harm might be caused by it, that does seem very novel and very nifty. It's like that uh, fantastic 80s horror movie, The Stuff. The Stuff? What Mm -hmm. was the story of The Stuff? Well, they didn't know what it was. They just knew it tasted really good and it turned people into zombies. Yeah, check that one out. It is it is it is free on YouTube because it's so bad. It's such a bad movie. <laughs> yes. Like that production company doesn't exist anymore. They're like you can't send them royalties. <laughs> they there's no copyright. No, they, there isn't. They relinquished the copyright. They're like it's just better this way. It had like 2 million views. I was kind of surprised. <laughs> so anyway, constituting part of the 5% best paid jobs for women in the United States mm. at that time, the Radium Girls had secured the most fab- fashionable career around. Wait, top 5% is no That's no joke. joke. No, especially at this time. Wow. So this is like elite. Like you're, yeah, they're you're in a the, lady who's made it. I'm going to say you're you're in the in the realm of like upper middle class, you know, maybe. Well within. Yeah. Well, for I'm now granted jobs to women are still extremely limited during this time, but of the jobs available if this is like the top This is one tier, of the top ones. Yep. So the security, wow. yeah, exactly. So the security of new wealth allowed the women a sense of empowerment. Mm-hmm. But don't get too carried away, ladies. You're still less of a citizen than men and dogs. <sighs> and to this day, we are still fucking struggling for our rights. So super fun on that front. Finally, the fight for their rights had led them somewhere, and women's suffrage soon became realized mm-hmm. in 1920 as well. Mm-hmm. What's bonkers to me is that it was only... It was only 100 years ago. 101 years ago. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Much less than half of the, the time we've been a country. You know, sometimes, you know, you look at history and you're like, look how far we've come. And then sometimes you look at it and you're like, Jesus fucking like, Christ. Didn't come all that far, have we? No. And with socialized drinking radioactive material by the bottle, nobody saw a problem telling the ladies painting the watch yeah. dials to thin the brushes between their lips... Like one might fix the loose ends of a thread before pushing it through the eye of a needle. Yes, that is exactly what I was thinking about. I'm like, I don't paint, but I'm like, what am I thinking of? Lip dip and paint. Yeah, especially with like Mm cross-stitching. If you cross-stitch, you use more than one little tiny thread, Mm -hmm. typically. um, And then you have to get them together to go through this little needle eye. And yeah, you lick them and then it goes right through. Now, maybe we'll reconsider this after the pandemic. But still... um, 
and probably not it probably doesn't matter because you wash it or whatever but uh but yeah that's true if you want to get a fine tip on a paintbrush i could see like yeah you mm-hmm. just lick it the women and were... then dip it lick and dip mm-hmm. yep the women were instructed to point uh, to point their brushes in this way because using rags or a water rinse caused them to use more time and material mm. as the rinse was made from powdered radium gum arabic and water the technique was given a cutesy phrase as well, uh, known as, uh, what I mentioned before, lip, dip, and paint. Lip, dip, and paint. Each shift left their skin with a gentle glow. These girls, <laughs> literal, oh literally. Oh my god, oh my god. These girls were being paid to ingest the most expensive substance in the world at the time, and it was the miracle cure. Everyone wanted a taste. Oh, so, so, so they weren't seeing this as a death. No, this, this is, is no, great. they were like, this is fine. Like we glow in the they dark. They sell this shit and we get to, <laughs> we get to consume it they for probably, free. They probably felt like X-Men or something. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. So theirs was turning out to be a fantastic tale of how the eternal march of progress was finally going their way. Mm. So what wasn't known at the time was the long-term effects of radium. When introduced to the body, radium behaves like calcium. It is absorbed easily into the bones, soaking in and being d- distributed. This is not oh, going to a good place. No. It is especially potent when brought into the system, even in small amounts, through direct digestion, but can oh. be inducted by other means. Well, like like you said, they, they were using it as sort of an early form of radiation, mm-hmm. so even uh, transdermal sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But yes, these women were actually ingesting it. So. All the time. Mm-hmm. For, for a living. Mm-hmm. So despite its almost godlike status in society at the time, radium was not without its risks. In fact, as it has is now known today, its full effects extend as far as bone cancer and necrosis of bone tissue. Ooh, necrosis means dying. Yeah. Necrosis or, yeah. means the death of. Necrosis is a condition in which <laughs> okay. the majority of the cells of a tissue or organ uh, die off. Yeah, no, 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 no. In the case of bone tissue, necrosis causes symptoms that include, but is not limited to, Aches, ashy or gray bones and teeth, and a serious compromising of the structure of the bones resulting in weakness, and in extreme cases, total structural failure. Like breaking down? Like, yes, like crushing your bones. Oh, like yeah. Well, also, you were saying graying of the teeth. That was probably mm-hmm. the first sign for a lot of oh, people. We're, oh, we're going to get no. into that. So, so here's a completely random thing apropos of absolutely nothing. I was getting one of my sad meals out of my little <laughs> mini fridge freezer. Um, during tax season when I don't cook, you know, I was getting my little meal out of my freezer and I don't know what I thought I was doing, but my face was, (laughs) (laughs) my face was right in the path of the door as I went to basically slam the freezer door shut and I clocked myself in the side of the jaw. With the freezer door. If, like, if it somebody, still hurts uh, a little bit today, a few days later. If somebody had gotten a picture of that, that would be a meme for the ruling that came down today from the IRS that they're going to extend taxis <laughs> for just, another month. They hit me in the in the jaw with, with the freezer door. Yeah. But, so, again, apropos of nothing, but my, my general point is that that has caused me pain, like nerve pain, because, you know, you have a lot of nerves in mm-hmm. your jaw yes, and you your mouth. Um for like the past three or four days since I've done it. Now, it's not super bothersome, but like I couldn't chew on that side for a day or two. Um, and I cannot imagine the pain mm. caused by the disintegration of any bones. We are, But I'm assuming because we're, it's we're, in their mouth. Ugh. Like, we're going to get into it. Trust oh, me. God. And we all know that tooth pain is horrid. It's not so, good. Oof. 
don't so like ne- any of this. Necrosis can also spread to previously healthy tissues, which in time is what happened to the radium girls. Mm. Major gore warning. Oh, okay. So this is going to get bad. Yes. Oh, I see it. It's like <laughs> yes. written across the page yes. there. Okay. I did not write that. That was Declan. I would have, I would have just gone right to the next Okay. Probably. Well, thank you, Declan, for the extra warning there. And this is... Uh, oh, and I'll, I see the end of it. Yes. <laughs> A couple paragraphs later. I'll, okay. I'll uh, let you know my thoughts on this. after <laughs> the. I'm about to read it again, but after the first time I read it. Anyway. Okay. So in 1922, one of these workers, Molly Maggia began to complain of a toothache. Mm -hmm. There we go. Persistent and not dulled even by the prescription painkillers given by her doctor. Which is probably cocaine at that point. That's what I I wrote in. Look what I wrote in. (laughs) Where is it? Cocaine would be my guess. (laughs) Or even heroin? Is that what you said? No, I said or ether. Or ether, yeah. How about some ether? Never mind that. Mm. She was forced out of work. Mm. Her dentist pulled a tooth, but it didn't help. He pulled another. The pain only intensified. It's her jaw, isn't it? In the, oh. gaps, in the gaps left by the pulled teeth, sores began to bleed, some continuing for days on end. Oh, God. Bleeding long- from actively bleeding from her mouth. Oh. The longer she waited, the further it spread. A constant earache and a constant headache soon followed. Her teeth began to fall out. Desperate, she went back to her dentist, who believed that it may be simply an abscess on the joint of her jaw. What? Now... I'm going to throw out a bonus trigger warning right here. Oh, God. While performing a routine operation to remove this perceived growth, he happened to pull loosely on her jawbone, <gasps> only to have it crumble into a gray dust in his hands. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. That is no, like no, the no, most no, 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 fucking... No. I've watched a lot of horror movies growing up. I don't watch that many anymore uh-huh. there's not really anything at this point that can shock me but this is real but fucking when life. I, this isn't a ghost or something when i read that mm-hmm. i was at work i was in the middle of you know i, I had to watch a bioreactor because we were running a test on it mm-hmm. but at the same time i had like yeah, a half hour in between great. to you know look this over and mm-hmm. and i just went oh my god Somebody was like, "What?" And I was just like, "Oh, nothing." I was just <laughs> like, "I can't. I cannot tell you what I'm looking at right now, or talking or reading about right now." Holy shit! Oh, that. Okay, so two two things. One, that dentist must have been like, "Holy fuck! What in God's name is this?" I would have thrown up. He probably did. I mean, they. Oh, well, my and then God. two. Uh, how do you bring somebody out of that? Especially in 1922. This is horrific. This is... I'm sorry. No. No, 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 no. I, he probably didn't... Whoever the dentist was, they probably didn't even know that was humanly possible. No. I'm sure they didn't. And they probably were just like, how do you come back from... What do you do? There's no procedure for this. Nope. So astonishingly... And, like, there's this poor woman with yes, no jaw. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna move on just to... <laughs> Get away from this. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> Astonishingly, Molly managed to survive <gasps> almost four months before the necrosis spread to her throat. Oh my she god. She died at the age of 24 of a massive hemorrhage oh on her jugular vein. And she probably had a really horrid uh, end to her life. Yes. That is horrific. That might be the most torturous thing we've ever discussed. It's, it's per- that's why I threw in the bonus trigger warning. I was like, what the fuck? Because even like, when we talk about people dying... I was dying, not prepared to read that. Even when we talk about people that's dying wor- under this horrible is, circumstances... This is worse. I think that's almost worse. Four months yeah. after her jaw disintegrated into the hands of her dentist. 
That's mm-hmm. that poor twenty four. Mm-hmm. Twenty four years old. Oh my God, that poor woman. By then, she was not the only one. Many workers across the country were beginning to feel the same symptoms, and soon they were all dying. <clears throat> excuse me of what was known as the mysterious radium disease. Mm. By 1924, 50 women had become severely ill, and by the end of the year, 12 uh, had died. And uh, like you said earlier, the entire, the enormity of this isn't really known. No. Right? So these are just like official numbers. Mm -hmm. So these are not the entire it's and so, not the and scope. Some people might not might have had very slow symptoms, like they didn't die till they were like fifty five. You know, what and I mean? then it and was quote a it little more could normal. Could have been it was like other things, or or they thought it was yeah. more unrelated, or they didn't put two and two together mm-hmm. of what it was related to. Yeah, it's like I mean, we we these are the most severe cases, right? We don't know the long term effects of COVID right now. That's we, right. We, we don't. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to find out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Every new thing has its time of like, mm-hmm. well, here's what acute such and such mm-hmm. looks like. But yeah, you don't know what the yeah, long-term as, effects are. As mm-hmm. it stands right now, we we don't know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm. but those poor... it won't be this. I fucking hope. Can <laughs> but, you imagine? No, so I mean, here's the I, thing. I can't. Like, I I since I read this. I have not been able to get that fucking image out of my head. Of the of, disintegrating job. Yes. That's... In somebody's hands. In somebody's hands in the middle of A living of a, person. Yeah. Like, like, you've seen that in a movie with, like, a skeleton or something. Like you know what I mean? Like, in the mummy or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, you know, God. And it's just, like, it fucking... No, 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 no. Yeah. And the sick, like... So we're going to keep talking about it. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, the sick, like, cherry on top of this is that... These poor women thought they had hit the fucking jackpot. And they did. They did it. I mean, yes, they did. Financially, they did. But they didn't. Well, they didn't know. And I'm guessing we'll get into the systemic we, failures yes. of, yes, of who was not telling them or bothering to figure out if this was an issue. Oh, that people knew it was an issue. But oh, my God. We'll, we'll get into that. So, so. Someone knew that someone's jaw could disintegrate into their dentist's hands, and they're like, "Yeah, calculated risk." I, Fuck these people! I, Jesus Christ! Yeah. People who make that decision—that it's okay for other people to suffer for their, for their own gain. J- it's it's okay for other people's mm. jaws to disintegrate in a dentist's hands. Mm. Uh, that's just so fucked. Up. So that's, that's the so fucked up. that is the end of gore warning. But we'll probably bring it up later <laughs> and on, much, that is a horrific much, thing. Much like the movie Requiem for a Dream. You just need to hear it once and then never hear like of it again. That, and that statement, what we just talked about, might stay with you for the rest of your life. We don't know. We don't know the after effects of that statement yet. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So naturally, many people soon quit their jobs. Fear. Yeah, if you hear about your coworker yeah. and what happened to her yeah. and it was all that stuff we just talked about, you'd... If you could afford it, you'd be like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. you know, peace out because th- I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah, that'd be fucking frightening as shit. Fear spread almost as quickly as the disease itself. Even those who, who only recently started were terrified that they would be next. <clears throat> but mingling with this fear was an enormous amount of anger. It was not unjustified. Mm-hmm. The girls had been assured by their managers that the paint was perfectly safe. One might think that they were merely working with the information available to them at the time, right? Mm. Wrong. 
It was known from the start of the century that these materials were hazardous. Marie Curie herself had warned against even touching radium without protection, sustaining radiation burns while studying it. Oh, my God. So Marie Curie actually got burned by it. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're... And this is like 10 plus years prior. Yeah. Like, you should see the amount of PPE I have to put on when I'm charging um, a liquid nitrogen canister. And that's just I, liquid. That's not radioactive. It's not, but uh-huh. if it gets on your, it's instant. Oh yeah, it can it's hurt. Instant frostbite. Hurt. Yeah. Yep. The mm-hmm. liquid nitrogen tanks, they are roughly around minus one hundred and ninety-one degrees mm-hmm. Celsius, like at any given time. Well, so I they look use like it on Top Chef too, and they use PPE. I look like I'm being deployed for like bomb <laughs> disposal, right? With yeah. all the shit that I well, put on. Well, because they're being extra careful. Yeah. Yes, and. For good reason, too, because mm-hmm. one of the valves that you have to use to turn off the ni- the nitrogen canister after it's been charged is above where it's being charged. Mm. And you can feel, you the can cold. still feel the cold. It's not going to hurt you, no. but you can feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With all the shit that I have on, you can still feel it. Like, that's mm. how fucking cold it is. Yeah. And it's just like... Back then, if you said the term, oh, you know, personal protective equipment, PPE, they'd be like, what's that? They'd be like, no, no. They wouldn't be like, what's that? They'd be like, oh, that's socialism. <laughs> no, that's what we say today. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it, No, I mean back then. Yes. Back yeah. then, they would... Oh, oh, oh yeah. Gotcha, back then, gotcha. they would have been like, yeah, that's socialism. Gotcha. Like, you want you want your workers to be protected? Socialist, communist, Maoist, Stalist? Yeah, this is... Where are we in workers' rights at this point? At the very beginning of it, of okay. getting anything. Labor rights. Yes. Yeah. This is like early union days mm-hmm. and stuff. Okay. So while it was agreed upon that small amounts could be beneficial, the amount that the radium girls were consuming in the course of their work was far beyond acceptable levels even then. So that's maybe why people were taking these tonics or whatever from the drugstore and not not having what happened to that poor woman happen to them. Mm-hmm. But these women were being exposed to such high levels. Mm-hmm. Okay. Furthermore, the men who were employed making and mixing the radium paint were given the best of provisions. Iron oh, f- iron aprons and oh, steel my- forceps. Fuck these people. They're like, hey guys, here's all the protection yeah, in the world, yes. ladies, whatever. We yeah. don't give a shit. No steel forceps oh, for you. fuck these people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck those employers. God. And iron aprons too. I mean, that iron is yeah. one of the few things that is a protectant against radiation. Well, it, when you go for a x-ray mm-hmm. at the dentist, they put that, they put iron that, blanket on. Yep, that little apron thingy on you. It's always like a weighted blanket. Mm-hmm. Nothing of the sort was ever even considered for the people advised, to put it crudely, to eat poison for money. If it had been men. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a different story. It would have been considered. Yeah. So, uh, rich entitled men being assholes warning. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a warning for all of humanity. Yes, it should be. Oh, just a warning for human beings in general. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can Yeah. It's, it's like don't be an oh It's like God. it's like don't be an asshole. It's like that's universal. Like for all of us. <laughs> for life in general, yes. there is a blanket rich yeah. <laughs> rich entitled men being assholes. Oh, that was was that you or was that? No, Declan? that was no, that oh, was Declan. Declan. Yes. Oh my god, Declan, that was hilarious. I don't think I've laughed so hard at this. <laughs> so hard. It's hilarious. 
So, even more outrageous, the people in charge of these factories did everything they could to silence these women and prevent the loss of profit. Oh, my But again, God. this is the last time that that ever happens. You know, capitalism just really went down <laughs> after this, and we all lived in a, a communist um It's funny, I was, on. I was listening to a debate yesterday of two uh, uh, YouTube personalities, political personalities, and, of course, the one brought up, you know, uh, socialism, socialism has killed 100 million people. And I wanted the other person, like, so badly to come back with, do you know how many people capitalism has killed? Bill. Because it's not, because it's not just a couple. That's right. And yeah. what, what was their contention of who capitalism, or who it, socialism, it, it, it's it doesn't matter. in the weeds to get it's, to that, it, but yeah. It, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, but because, you know, David, in capitalism there are winners and losers, you are. know? And, uh, and, and the losers, losers and losers die. Apparently, the losers deserve to die because lo- that's just how it works. Sometimes the losers have their jaws uh, crumble into oh a dentist's God. hands. Ugh. So just think about that the next time that you hear winners and losers. Like, eh, okay, mm. yeah, it's great if you're a winner. You know where it's okay to have winners and losers? Sports, in sports, yes, games, <laughs> etc. Not life. Not in life. That's not cool. No. So, one of the methods was paying off doctors tasked with carrying out the autopsies to lie about what had caused the women's deaths. Oh, so they got real shady. They got beyond. Oh, yeah. They got into... And this would, and this would have been so easy at the time. Like, Ooh. you just slip a doctor 20 bucks and like, yeah, he's going to be like, yeah. So... Now, this shit is getting into criminal, I will say that. Mm-hmm. Like, beyond negligence, mm-hmm. I would say this is deliberate and criminal and we've kind of gone here before with with other things and and yeah. it, this is also it's just it's you know it's cost of doing business it's like it's to be expected like again the ultimate bad thing mm-hmm. is capital it's like if we, if we got to pay off a couple of doctors like so be it oh god so molly's was given the unfortunate label of a very complicated case of syphilis and indeed oh my god unt- untreated stis were a common lie put down on the reports that's what you get for being a whore ladies oh my god so, the, like, so it's not it's it's literally insult to injury actually it's insult to it's, death yes so they know what happened to cover it up they're smearing mm-hmm. the reputation somebody's reputation and and they're already dead like imagine smearing somebody's reputation that is already dead like it's one thing well, if that it's the whole you don't speak ill of the dead kind of no, thing. No, it's not but... even that. It's just like that person's dead. They can't they, they literally can't... cannot speak for themselves they ever can't again. Say, no, I don't have syphilis, asshole. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like it's one thing to do it with a person that's living. That person oh can defend God. themselves. But I mean it's That's a it's... low and you know what? There was a lot so first of all, they shouldn't have been covering up jack shit. No. But there was a lot of other shit they could have said. Like Oh, um, a mysterious bone disease. She must have had a congenital defect right. I mean, they, or something like they that. They could have left it vague, but within the realm of... Reality, like possibility. Uh, right. But no, they went for, oh, well, she's a whore, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, well, f- so first of all, I want to make it clear that we are not taking a stance that having a sexually transmitted <laughs> infection means you're By the way, anything horrible. I I'm did, just saying. I was the one that put in the, that's what you get, you whore line, but I was... Playing that as a conservative a joke. I, I hope people realize yeah, that I do that not feel not that real. way. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes. STIs but, are nothing to be sh- ashamed of. But that is also something that happens, many happens, but, conservatives mm-hmm. think. Like, oh, yes, that, that whore. But and clearly, if they're that's, that's like, slut. 
If they're trying... <laughs> Jane Fonda, that's like... <laughs> Uh, that's that's a whole family joke. A, we do not believe Jane Fonda's. Play, I'm just saying. It's one of the baby baby boomers' greatest hits. As <laughs> a family family joke there, but um, well, plus I mean all this this bullshit around like women and sexual promiscuity. It's all such bullshit. But anyway, well, it's a um, double standard. That's all it is. It is a double standard, yeah. but that's it's a what standard makes, that that's shouldn't what makes exist it, for anyone either. <laughs> that's but, what yeah. makes it complete bullshit. Yeah, it is complete bullshit. But and then and then their parents have to live with that shit. Mm-hmm. Like imagine being told and and you're not the doctor, you don't know. Yeah. Like you're, you're relying on what you're being told. And then and then like all your it, especially that somebody time, tells you, oh no, she died of syphilis. <clears throat> she died of syphilis. Oh, by the way, your daughter slept around, and now that's going to be on her official like death certificate. And go home. Why don't you go tell your church congregation about that or whatever? Like that's that is beyond. That's evil. That's really evil. That's yes. really shit. That's a shit move. Fuck those people, and I'm glad they're all dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the people who died with the radium. Yes, I think the we, people who yes. who covered, covered it up because clearly a hundred years later they're dead. Good. Yes. Good fucking riddance to them. Jesus. So as well as this, any study that conclusively determined the connection between radium and the gruesome deaths suffered by these women was immediately counteracted by a heavily biased study carried out by the radium suppliers. Oh, but that doesn't happen anymore. Where where studies are sponsored by people with biases. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this study on whether. Uh, uh, opiates kill sponsored by <laughs> Pfizer <laughs> jeez I wonder what they're gonna come up with as a <laughs> now you say that I no, got it's, a it's, Pfizer it's, shot <laughs> no but I'm saying <laughs> but I'm saying it's but I'm saying it's real like uh-huh. you'll you'll see that like we're gonna have a debate about Medicare for all sponsored by State Farm Insurance <laughs> <laughs> No, sponsored by Aetna or Blue Cross. Yeah, Blue or Shield. whoever. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry, State Farm for dragging They, they do the more there. auto they, in, they do. and home. They, they screw and... people out of money in other <laughs> in ways. In different ways. It's different. <laughs> yeah. It's a different thing. It's a screwing we're all used to. Like, <laughs> it's, it's one we can handle. <laughs> so frustratingly, it was not until 1925 when the first man died of this illness that experts began to take it seriously. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was this Who was de- also a man and got more respect. It was this death that led Dr. Harrison Martland to conduct what was considered to be the study that gave the girls the backing to begin the fight for justice in earnest. It is believed that the girls themselves were the real driving force behind the movement. I'm sure they were. Who else was going to be? No one else was championing Exactly. Yes. It was like, well, and you know what? If this was the generation that had just reached suffrage, they were Mm -hmm. probably fucking used to... It's like one of... You have to stand up for yourself. It's like one of the things I learned about the AIDS crisis that I never really knew was that it was activists themselves that really got oh, anything act up absolutely well all yeah. sorts of different organizations but it was You're the right. it was the people that got it was not by disruption yes by fucking screaming as loud as possible mm-hmm. because it was like either we get to keep dying or we are going to fucking make your life hell until you pay attention to us and that is a fucking legitimate more than legitimate. That is, and, uh, and that is also politics. We need to get back to that. Anyway, you mean the people? Like, no, I'm saying standing up for ourselves yes, and, yeah. and saying we we deserve this shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. yeah, we're getting there. 
so the bra- their bravery and tenacity was a force to be reckoned with. I'm I'm fucking sure it was. Oh god. Despite this, the odds were stacked against them. Mm. Many lawyers either didn't believe them or weren't willing to go up against the radium suppliers. Because uh, if these Ugh. women are being paid these wages, you know the company's making a fuck ton of money. See, and that's, got... the, that's the thing. I would, I would like to, very quickly, an aside, anyone who's traditionally employed, if you think your employer gives two shits about you, one, you're wrong. I guarantee, goddamn, to yeah, you, you're, you're, you're wrong. Your manager and your coworkers hopefully yes, do. Yes, but that's, that's a whole but other that's, thing, right? Yes. Those are people. Yes, Does but that's the but that's not the company. Give a shit about you? <laughs> yes, no, not a, not in the slightest. So it's okay to be like, you know what? My manager is really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff, coworkers, whatever. My company likes me. No, 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 no. They don't give two shits about you. They will drop you in a hot fucking second. They will sue you in a hot fucking second. They will pay you off in a fuck, hot fucking second. You mean jack shit to the bottom line. It's true. I know. I know. It's fucking true. But you are in like full on tax season Raquel mode. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Don't be. No, I I thought it was funny. But I'm just saying. So so my bottom line is always like if you are traditionally employed, you watch out for number one and number one is you. It's okay to look out for your coworkers. You're, you know, people who, like, that's another thing. I get that, like, community and, and, and worker solidarity. That's cool. But you know what you owe your fucking company? Nothing. <laughs> Zero. Absolutely nothing. Because they would kill you in a hot second if it would save you. If, if it would save them a dime. Mm-hmm. And that is no joke. It's that not. is what capitalism has wrought on us. So... Do not feel guilty for standing up for yourself. Do not feel guilty for taking another job. You owe, you do not owe two weeks notice. Like, fuck that. Like, you do whatever you got to do for yourself and for the, uh, under certain circumstances for your coworkers and shit. Spoken like a self-employed person. <laughs> yes. There we go. So public opinion was also skewed in favor of companies because they didn't want to believe that they had been poisoning these ladies. And that's, and well, that's also... Yeah, people buying these cute little glow-in-the-dark watches are well, like, shit. Also, just media at the time, you know, companies <sighs> had a huge influence on in what was in the newspaper. They still do. That, that's never, well, this that's, is like the era of Hearst media. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So they, again, you, you can only know so much. Yeah. <laughs> do your own research. <laughs> So the statute of limitation in effect at the time for cases of this kind was just two years. While radium sickness rarely reared its head before five years had passed since the level of radiation in their bodies passed normal levels. It was 1927 before a lawyer named Raymond Berry agreed to take the case to court. Throughout the first trial, their story slowly became international news. Attention was grabbed by the ladies' gruesome deaths... Yeah. Their friends' limited lives being put to use gathering evidence and protesting the f- <clears throat> protesting and fighting against an enormously corrupt system. Though they put up a valiant fight, the companies had the money to play the waiting game, and for mm-hmm. the girls, time was very much of the essence. Mm-hmm. It was a callous ploy that left the New Jersey girls to be forced to settle out of court, which would not happen until 1928. Mm. The trial may have been a failure, but it got them lots of media coverage. Around the United States, other factory workers were beginning to realize that their companies were killing them and lying about it to boot. Factory worker in Illinois named Catherine Wolf said there were, quote, meetings at the plant that bordered on riots, unquote. The company that oversaw the plant she worked at was accused of stealing the effective bones of women, 
when their autopsies were being conducted. Like what? What? <laughs> like it's just like it just it just doesn't stop. Oh my like God. the That's what I'm saying. Like when you have so much money and so much influence, your whole reason for being is just to hold on to is it. Is money and influence, yeah. For to do whatever it takes to hold on, even if you have to steal the bones of women who are who you killed. Essentially, yes. Yeah. 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 Again, money is one of the worst things that can happen to a human. Too much money. Yes, correct. You're you're right about that. It was the mid nineteen thirties when her symptoms began to show. Like many before her, the first sign of the illness struck when... Sorry, who was this? The uh, Lady Catherine Wolfe. Oh, okay. Thank you. Uh, the first sign of illness struck her when she passed by her bedroom bedroom bathroom mirror in the dark and realized <gasps> that her skin and eyes were glowing. Oh my god. Like literally glowing in the dark. Her skin. Yes. Herself. She was, her human she body. She was in her eyes. Like imagine... It, as soon as I read that, it reminded uh, me... It reminded me of the, the, uh, the girls of Bioshock. The, oh, the little sister. Yes. Oh my god. Just, Talk just about terrifying. Like, no shit. You're like walking in the dark. You're like, I should not be able to I see not myself. Be, I should not be glowing. That's not okay. <laughs> like you shouldn't be glowing in the light either. Right. But, but it's more noticeable in the dark. Yes, it is. Oh my god. And and for a time, as you said, they thought it was kind of like, oh, youthful glow or something. Oh yeah. my god. If you're an X-Man. Well, yeah, right? Like Storm or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. She soon developed a tumor the size of a tennis ball on her hip and the same necrosis of the jaw that plagued Molly Maggia, the lady whose jaw fell apart. So, um, there's a thing that I fear quite a bit. Like, one of those, you don't think about it often, but when you do think about it, it's terrifying is the fact that people can grow tumors that are the size of, like, mm-hmm. grapefruits or softballs <clears throat> or, you know, watermelons. And it's just, like, that's a f- terrifying. A friend of mine's brother-in-law um, had a tumor removed from the back of his head and had... Like a, a physical... And they they said when they... Well, they said when they were going into the operation, they said, I've been there, like, you might not survive. Like, this isn't a guarantee. But they said when they literally opened up the back of his head, oh the tumor God. literally just fell out. Oh, my and it was God. Just... The human body is terrible. <laughs> yes. This is so terrifying, and we all have one. You've met the person I'm talking about, too. Oh, so. Jesus. Oh, my God. Um, we'll talk off mic. We will. Um, so a new trial was brought against uh, Radium Dial. The company responsible okay. for her plant being her being Catherine Wolf. So this is in Illinois now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that the East Orange <clears throat> ladies had to settle out of court yes. because of the waiting in game. 1928. Right. Yeah. So, but it this is about ten years later. Okay. So Catherine Wolf testified against them in 1938 from her deathbed. Oh no. Many different girls took their own lawyers to build a case against the company. They revealed the rotting underbelly of the radium industry to the world until the court finally ruled in favor of the workers. Oh, God. The radium girls had finally gotten the justice they so deserved. Mm. It was one of the first examples of employees winning a case against yep. their employers mm-hmm. in the country and in the end was responsible of the founda- for the foundation of OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health oh, Administration. Oh, my God. The national govern- governing body to protect workers in the United States. Fantastic. It is this legacy that is repeated time and time again in reference to this case as people forget the individuals' sacrifices oh. to their careers 
their reputations, and and indeed their lives the women made. (sighs) It's important that we remember their pain, remember their bravery, and remember their names. Yeah. Fun fact, but not really. Hmm. This is me, by the way. My, okay. <laughs> I, I, I did okay. my own research. <laughs> the inventor of radium dial paint, Dr. Sabin A. von Sokoski. Sokaki? I think it is Sokaki. <laughs> Let me see. Sochaki? Anyway. <laughs> Something. <laughs> died in November 1928, becoming the 16th known victim of poisoning by radium dial paint. Oh, so he invented it and he died of it. He had gotten sick from radium in his hands, not the job, but the circumstances of his death helped the radium girls in court. Oh. And that... Oh, my God. ...is the story of the radium girls. I didn't expect it to be so gory. <laughs> I didn't either. I, I mean... Oh, my God. <laughs> and just, you know what it is? He even put in, like, an, an explicit, explicit gore warning, and I was like, whatever. I was like... <laughs> and then you're like, wait a second, you meant it, Declan. Yes. <laughs> so... Uh, what uh, yeah oh my god you know what i think kind of strikes me about this because i know we didn't go into the details of like many individual cases because i'm sure there were many and again uh like you and Declan said like the the exact number is completely unknown yeah um and will never be known but as is the case with a lot of Mm -hmm. a lot of systemic disasters especially Mm -hmm. right but that these are like horrible tales of individual human suffering on a level that is a lot easier to empath well okay it's, i'm going to say a, this it's but it's a, it's easier it's on a level where if you put it in a horror movie like the mpaa literally wouldn't give it a rating they'd be like <laughs> right? you can't release <laughs> like this like you can't you can't show this but, yeah this is just not allowed to be released no 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 what i mean is like um so, people die in plane crashes. People die in boat sinkings. People die in all these horrible earthquakes and tornadoes and everything that we cover. Um, but pro- possibly one of the most realistic potential disasters for each of us in modern times, right? Yes, of course we could die from a plane crash or whatever. Not likely at all. What's a lot more likely is that we'll find a tumor. Right, sure. or bad blood numbers, and that will reveal we have cancer or whatever. So these types of stories, where it is an accelerated form of that, like accelerated cancer, whatever, like to the point of jaw disintegration and all that, is it's more prescient, if that makes sense. It's like it's it's more something that is more likely f- to happen to us in modern times, and and that level of Except it's, like, amplified <laughs> into that level of human suffering, and especially because it was, like, 100 years ago or near 100 years ago, depending. Um, that's terrifying. Yeah, it's just, it's... And it's, what it is, is it's in, it's massively sad Yeah. that that happened to those women. Women who thought they had made it, thought think, they had, were providing for their early, families. You're in your early 20s. You're on top of the fucking world. They're and probably then, married. Probably, yeah. Like mo- have, have most women yeah. at that age were probably married in the States. And ha- yeah, like having kids. I'm sure and- because these were, like you're in East Orange, New Jersey. Like that part of New Jersey is essentially. Working class. Is, mm-hmm. you know, so probably a lot of immigrant women. You know. Well, imagine like the joy they had. Like I got the job. Yeah. And then this is... And doing something that was very 
like I've seen pictures. And... Well, I've seen it's very artsy and like it was fine. It's a craft. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They had a skill. Yeah. And a craft that they were probably very proud of, and mm-hmm. rightfully so. And that it killed them, <laughs> it or harmed ki- it them, killed or... them in just about the worst ways possible. In torturous mm-hmm. ways. Oh, that's so dark. Yeah. I I hadn't... I was like, oh, the radium girl's up. Uh, I was like, this, this won't be that bad. Oh. Uh, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. So, thank you, but not thank you. <laughs> to Declan. No. Thank you, Declan. Yes, thank you very much. That, that was, was... That was good research yes. and a great topic. I hope you did well on your algebra test. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that was a while ago. Although, if you were thinking about somebody's job being disintegrated, you might not have. <laughs> well, you know what it may have done for you? <laughs> or it might have been like a math solution. <laughs> well... Uh, one joint oh, plus no, one joint no, 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 equals two... No, no, no. Like, uh, what, it, what it may have done is, like, distracted you from... You know, here I am going on about tax season. You know what? My fucking jaw is intact. Mm-hmm. And not in danger of, of disintegrating because we've learned a lot of things and um, a lot of protections have been provided. And <sighs> those poor women. Mm-hmm. That's so fucking sad. That's really fucking sad. And uh, they didn't deserve that. Nope. And they should have lived to be like that and poor it's... Molly. She should have she should have lived to not be twenty four. She should have lived to be eighty four. Yeah, and and it and... it still happens to this day. Mm. Like when COVID broke out, there were plenty mm. of uh, especially like chicken processing plants where oh geez, that's right. People were working right on top of each other, contracted COVID and died. You know, it's an, like you, I... and you don't even hear about that anymore. Well, you know what a really interesting thing too. I was wondering about this story. Is I'm guessing. Although maybe I'm wrong that the majority of these women were white. I believe so. Yes. Okay. So like this is a story of how white women were horribly overlooked and uh, actually not overlooked, but directly mistreated and lied about by their employer. It's also really the first generation of women that are in... working in general mm-hmm. in in en masse and well, that, that are, sort of that are taking part in the industrial revolution. Right. That's what this is a part of. And just yeah. post-suffrage and all mm-hmm. that. So imagine what women of color were going through at oh, this point. Yeah. If mean, this is the torture white women were going if, through. If the best you could get was having your jaw disintegrate, like imagine what happened. Like With if the you worst were lower, you could get. Yeah. Imagine what happened to the lower oh class. God. Oh. <laughs> we are. I sing into my beer. Yes. Oh my God. So that, I mean, well done, Declan. Thank you you so much. much. Thank you for filling it out as well. No problem. Yeah. Um, Yes, we do hope you did well on your algebra test. Yes. I'm, I'm somewhat sad that I didn't get to read the whole part about what we keep talking about, like live on air without, because I would have had the same reaction. I would have been like, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean like, uh, oh, like if we had done the other way around? Yes, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, instead you got tax season Raquel's <laughs> version of that. Oh, it's all good. Ugh. Or is it? Oh, it's all bad. Yeah. It's all bad things. Yes, it <laughs> is. <laughs> so you get to play us it's, out. It's clearly time for us to go. So thank you, Declan. Well done on the script. Um, that's a, that's a, it's a good topic for us. It's a horrible topic just in general. Those poor women, like that's just, 
That's disgraceful that that was done to them. And uh, like to say that we've learned from our mistakes, but no, because that's that's why we'll never run out of topics to cover. So uh, that's the word of wisdom and hope I have to offer right now. <laughs> Very helpful. Yay! All right. So that was the story of the the very sad story of the Radium Girls. And this has been another episode of All Bad Things. I'm Tax Season Raquel. And I'm David. <laughs> we'll see you next week.